1: Hey guys, it's Jeremy Warner, Alana Enquirer Publisher. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, and thank you to all of our great VIP members, our podcast listeners, our YouTubers. We appreciate you a lot. But the lifeblood of all of this is our VIP memberships, the 5,000 plus of you. We cannot thank you enough for your support that allows us to operate the way that we do, to hire good employees like Joey Wagner, Derek Piper, and everybody else, and to do this for a living, to travel, with the Alana and cover the team the way we think your team should be covered. And right now, if you are not a VIP member, I suggest you do because it is the best deal of the year. Our Black Friday sale. 75% off your first year of a VIP membership to Alana Inquirer. That is more than $90 of savings. So for just $0.07 a day, $0.52 a week, and two twenty four dollars a month, $27 for the entire year, you can get the best Alana coverage there is. So I encourage you, sign up right now at alanaenquirer.com. We have the links all up there for you to see for a VIP membership. Thank you all. Happy Thanksgiving. And let's get to the podcast. Today on the Illini Enquirer podcast, we talk about one of the predominant topics in college athletics, N-I-L. Kathleen Knight, she's the CEO of the Icon Collective, the preferred Illini Collective, now the only Illini Collective. It is an important time of year and a very busy time of year for Kathleen Knight as Illinois football has some big draft decisions coming up, Isaiah Williams. Uh, Seth Coleman, Keith Randolph, and Johnny Newton both said today uh, to Joey Wagner that they will enter the draft. But this is an important time of year for that, plus you have the transfer portal opening up. You want to retain your players, and NIL plays a huge role into that. So one of the topics I get asked about the most is NIL. How is Illinois doing? How can I get involved? And what are the challenges ahead? I talk about all of that with Kathleen Knight, who basically spearheaded this entire operation with Jackie Simoniak, a former Illini Golf employee. And they have started the Illini Collective, and they've spent a lot of their time focused on big donors. But now with the Illini Guardians uh, ceasing operations, kind of seeding their way to the Icon Collective here, which has a very tight relationship with Illinois, they are now taking on the grassroots. Uh, organization as well of raising NIL. So this is very important in college athletics. So a lot of people ask me questions. I asked Kathleen, who is the expert on all of this. So let's have the discussion of Illinois and NIL. That's coming up next with Kathleen Knight, CEO of Icon Collective. You've heard us talk about Homefield Apparel since the start of the season. There are a lot of collegiate apparel brands out there, but we wanted to partner with Homefield because their designs are the best out there. Some of Illini Choir's favorites are the Basketball Ringer Tee, the Rose Tee, and the 1980s Long Sleeve with the script Illini. It's great. Be sure to check out homefieldapparel.com, filter by Illinois, and see what we're talking about. And our listeners get an exclusive deal using code Illini23. Using that code Illini23 gets you 15 percent off your first order we all know you're wearing eye gear so if you're in need of a refresh we really think that you should check out Homefield Apparel which has the best designs and these shirts guys are really comfortable their designs are super unique and a lot of thought goes into each concept there's really nothing else on the market like what Homefield is doing you can find them at homefieldapparel.com and use code Illini23 for 15 percent off your first order at homefieldapparel.com Happy to have on Kathleen Knight. she's the CEO of Icon, which has been in the works uh, for a year now. Kathleen, you've been running this organization, the Maine Illini Collective here. What has this past year been like building this thing from scratch?
2: It has been just no shortage of excitement. And, and uh, that, ca- that excitement could be categorized in a lot of different ways depending on the day, Jeremy. Um, but uh, it's, it's a really exciting time of year it seems like that that crossover season when we've got, you know, high-level football and, and exciting ramping up into the, into the basketball season, seems like that window of time seems to grow every year, but really excited um, to have so much excitement on sort of both sides of the house and so many of our other sport programs are uh, really excelling as well. So it's been a really, really fun year. We have a big challenge ahead of us this year, so uh, excited to talk about how we can get some folks involved in the nil world
1: yeah i want to dive into this kathleen because i get more questions about this it feels like than anything right now and and you're the perfect person to answer this but um i I want to ask you this first you've now become the one preferred illini collective Mm -hmm. you and the illini guardians i know had a really good relationship but they're ceasing operation and now um you and icon are the main one so what is the impact of that of being the main collective
2: Yeah, you know, first want to just say we cannot we cannot thank our friends at the Atlanta Guardians enough, cannot say enough good things about them. You know, it's just looking at the calendar. Uh, Guardians was, you know, really became uh, the first collective, one of the first collectives across the country about two years ago. Right. And so when we look back to that time, the idea of a collective was brand new. Very few universities had affiliated and dedicated collectives, right, to serve as this unique third-party organization to run NIL efforts. And so, at the time, having a collective was was we were we were leaps and bounds, you know, ahead of of many other um, programs. And so, of Guardians did a, a lot of great work. We saw NIL evolve so quickly in the sense that doing something early on was way better than doing nothing. It allowed us to be a leader in the pack, but it evolved into being such a requiring such more of a a professional, dedicated, day to day, seven days a week, full time staff. Right, like that was how important NIL continued to grow and to be in, in the landscape, and so. Um, you know, line of guardians, group of volunteers, they did everything that they could. We really needed to have a, a standalone third party organization again to be fully dedicated to NIL every single day. And so that was really the genesis of ICON. Um, and then as things continued to evolve, we just saw the need for um, all of our NIL operations to sort of exist under one roof or one umbre- umbrella, right? And so the benefit you ask and, and how that helps us is that we're able to make really sound allocation decisions. We're able to be just really strategic with NIL versus just trying to get a deal going in this direction and this direction. We know what what's happening under our umbrella. 90% of our NIL activity happens um, at ICON. And so again, it just allows us a much more streamlined operation. I think the other piece is we work um, really as closely as we can, as we can with our friends at DIA. That relationship and the closeness of, of that uh, of our two organizations is really critical in the NIL space. We know that many other institutions and their affiliated collective don't quite work um, with the, the type of synergy that we have with DIA. So, A, we're incredibly grateful for that, for Josh Whitman's leadership, for you know, my, my relationship with my my longtime former boss, Howard Milton, leading the, the uh, fundraising team over there. Jackie Simoniak, our COO, having a long time relationship, um, being a, a DIA employee for so many years, uh, with, with one of our, our favorites, Mike Small, um, in, in the men's golf program, right? So our, our, Jackie and our backgrounds with DIA, being able to work really closely and really sleep seamlessly with them, um, all just benefits our, our um, operation at ICON. And again, allowing us to be really efficient uh, from a fundraising and off also a deployment um, uh, perspective for these NIL opportunities.
1: Yeah, obviously the NCAA requires us to be a third party, which you are. Yeah. But obviously as you said, like there is interaction with the athletic department. Coaches, I would believe, like what is that interaction like? Like how close is that relationship? What what can you guys actually do together?
2: Yeah, you know, if I was really curious, go to the NCAA.com. You can see the whole the the whole chart of the do's and don'ts. We won't get into all that today. I would say, you know, there's certain no no's sharing of resources um, to some degree, having coaches making allocation decisions or having a coach um, being involved in fundraising specifically for their sport, right? Um, Our fundraising team, they can go out and advocate for NIL support and ask people and encourage them to get involved with ICON. They can't say, hey, and I need you to support um, a specific student athlete on a specific sport program, right? So that's why having the interplay between our two organizations is really important. But again, uh, I think one great example of of the collaboration between our two entities is we are currently working with them on a Giving Tuesday campaign. This was kicked off last, I guess today's Tuesday, kicked off a week ago today, and we'll run through Giving Tuesday, which is next Tuesday, the 28th. Um, And that is a joint, again, joint effort between DIA and ICON. Anyone who makes a gift to DIA, there's some extra giving incentives for this two week period of time. The same thing with ICON for anyone who gets involved. We have a joint goal of $100,000 in this two-week period, um, really trying to demonstrate A, the collaboration at a high level, but B, trying to ensure that people understand that whether it's iFund support, ICON support, capital projects support, other initiatives, that we consider all those things as being incredibly helpful. Um, we just want people to be educated about all of the different ways they can support our student athletes in our programs.
1: I wanna ask you how people can get involved. But first, I think a, an important question is probably a simple one. How does this work? A lot of people ask me that. Like, how, if, if they give, what happens next with you?
2: Yep, it, it's a great question. I think it's, it's much more simple than, than many people think it is. I'll back up and just say one thing it can be confusing i say every nil collective and any every nil operation think of us like snowflakes icon functions differently than iowa's collective that functions differently from maybe a michigan state or a michigan or north carolina texas a and m we all function a little bit differently right so we have we have different priorities we have a different workflow and different model so here at icon essentially we go out we fundraise whether it's you know, major gifts, whether it's $25 a month through our membership program, we'll talk about some of those specifics. We we bring in those contributions to ICON. We are constantly evaluating, bringing in both qualitative and quantitative data to say, okay, where are our priorities? Where do we have needs? And where most effectively do we deploy um, various NIL resources, right? Then we go, we, we rank those priorities, we issue contracts to our student athletes. They know exactly, um, we have a, a charitable focus of our organization, right? So our student athletes know that through these contracts, they're, they're expected to do X number of charitable activities. We at ICON, that's um, a big part of Jackie's job, she sets up all of those activities. So whether it's going to the YMCA, the Boys and Girls Club, Eastern Illinois Food Bank, First String, um, Dream. There's so many organizations we work with. Jackie sets up all those activities, invites our student-athletes to participate in charitable work. They know that these activities will never conflict with with class, with practice, with a tutoring obligation, with an exam, um, you know, any type of obligation for their for their sport program, right? The student-athlete participates in that charitable activity and they receive the payment, right? And so we, we think it is A, we try to keep the the process, the program really simplified for our student-athletes. We know that even two years in, student-athletes still have a lot of questions, so we want to keep it simplified, but we really believe that having a charitable focus and a charitable mission is something that folks who want to get involved in NIL, and whether it's I want to get involved because I want to win or I want to get involved because I know that this is a really important aspect of college athletics and I love that our student-athletes are going out to do charitable work in the community and that makes me feel good about my NIL investment. We want to be sure that we can check both of those boxes.
1: What have you seen is the impact on these student-athletes? I'm sure they're learning about contracts. I'm sure they're learning about (laughs) how to, uh, you know, use their funds in the correct ways, but how have you seen this kind of work the last year for them?
2: It has been. It's it's hard to put into words the impact. Really, we're starting to come into you know year one, the close of year one. So we see student athletes really go from start to finish of a full cycle of their of their NIL experience with Icon. You hit on you know the the financial literacy component of oh my gosh I have I have income. What am I supposed to do with that? We can't make specific recommendations but we can guide you know we can lead a horse to water right so we always try to ensure we have resources so our student athletes are educated about what types of accounts to hold their money in and, and preparing for tax um, you know year-end for, for tax considerations um, you know how to review a contract how to conduct yourself in a business meeting right student athletes coming in and, and so many of them it's, it's great to see on our third and fourth and fifth meeting and towards the tail end of their cycle they come to our meetings with a notebook and and with a pen and and not with phone in hand right and they they come as a professional ready to have a business meeting and i think that's one of the really cool things as a former student athlete you know i was i was a swimmer and i was very invested in my and my swimming career was very invested in academics but we were limited in the types of you know career opportunities we could have while we were student athletes and so for us in a low to no risk environment be able to help guide our student athletes, um, you know, th- through this type of process um, and help them plan for their future. And in many cases, help them get a jump start that in the pre-NIL world they never have these opportunities, right? And so, again, in a low to no-risk environment, we're able to guide them, help coach them to the d- degree that we can. And on things that we can't specifically advise them or coach them, we can ensure we're helping get them to the right resources.
1: So, how important is this for Illini athletics for roster building, roster retention, especially now with the transfer portal and draft decisions coming up? I know this is a very busy time for you, Kathleen.
2: It, it, it okay. is. Thanks for the reminder, Jeremy. <laughs> um, no, it is. It's it's critically important, and um, you know we never ever want to overstate the importance of, of NIL and a silo, right? There's a lot of macro level forces going on with NIL existing with Transfer Portal, right? And with conference realignment. So there's a lot of really big forces at play. I would encourage people to think of NIL as, as not so much this threat of, oh my gosh, it's this, this big scary thing. Is this is a huge opportunity for Illinois and for us to weather the storm and to, and to, and to be a stable force, to, to leapfrog over our peers from a competitive advantage standpoint. We know we have a great vehicle, right? We say internally all the time, icon we have a great car and we have this whole fleet of cars we just need more fuel for those cars right and it'd be great if a couple of them were hybrids I think that'd be great from an efficiency standpoint but we have a great model built that helps a you know we talked about keeping the process um, you know of of receiving contracts and understanding what our student-athletes actually have to do to, to to receive the compensation to be guided from a financial literacy standpoint from an entrepreneurship standpoint to go out and invest in the community. Over 250 hours um, to date of, of community service work have been done by our student athletes, which is just incredible on um, the impact on, on the you know the community locally here in Champaign. NIL, though, is the greatest opportunity for us if anyone wants to make a now impact, right? And we talk about legacy and impact and all those things by supporting NIL. You can be part of the legacy to keep Illinois athletics at the top, to keep us surging forward and keep us relevant. Um, I'll I'll use a quote from a very generous donor who we had a conversation with um, many, many months ago, and he used the phrase "NIL is so important." um, and, And I'm I want to get involved because I want us to be at the table and not on the menu. And I thought that was a really great way to think about this. It's it's an opportunity, but it is something we have to all, in any way that we can wrap our two big arms around NIL um, and be really successful, it means it is the most important thing to our athletic program right now.
1: Obviously, Josh Whitman has opened his arms to this. When it first came out, uh, he saw this the same way you do, obviously. This is an opportunity for Illinois to maybe take steps forward. How do you feel like ICON is stacking up against its Big Ten competition? Obviously, that's going to grow with more teams coming in here. Um, Obviously, this is the the big-time conference. So how do you feel like ICON is stacking up right now?
2: I am so proud about where we are right now, um, you know, in terms of, you know, dollars and cents and do we stack up against this program, it's very, very difficult right now to know there's no transparency in the marketplace, mm-hmm. it's all hearsay, um, so we tried to not get too wrapped up in that. I will say in the conversations that we have, the fact that we have a really sound business model, I know that that is worth dollars on the on the, on the street, if you will, right, it is not a... Hey, come here and, and, and you will have some NIL opportunities. Like we have a very sound program that we can speak to that's very easily understandable. And if student athletes come in, they're, they're you know great culture value adds, they work their tails off, they're good in the classroom. Um, they're great teammates like those NIL opportunities, We have proven cases. Now we have a year of case studies that we can take on the road and share, right? And our current student athletes, them having you know tremendous NIL experiences, being paid what they what they you know what we said that they were going to get paid in their contracts, being able to have an honest and transparent process, all of those things go a really really long way um, in proving that um, you know our NIL program is as good as any any others in the country.
0: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential, and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love.
1: So what is your dialogue like with student-athletes? How, how do you kind of go about that? I mean, people making draft decisions, we know some of those people, or, you know, Taryn Shannon last offseason, whatever it was. Like, what? how does that dialogue go?
2: Um, it's very case-by-case, case, right? Yeah. For our returning student-athletes, look, at the end of the day, of course we want them to come back, but we know that their potential to return – there are other factors at play, right? And if, and if we know in conversations with whether it's parents, agents, mentors, our, our coaching staff here, um, we all have to put our heads together and help guide our student athletes in, in the best decision, in the best way possible for them for whatever that next step could be, right? In a lot of cases, and this is one of the great things about NIL, that best next step is coming back to Illinois. And, and whether that's coming back, so many of our, we have you know, four of our, of our guys on the football team who had those decisions to make last year, by returning and, and coming back for a final year, they're gonna graduate with an Illinois degree, right? They have up their, their, their draft um, projections. They have um, made significant NIL earnings, right? And been able to, again, sort of jumpstart their, their financial health and, and, and their entrepreneurial um, uh, you know, endeavors. All of those were made possible because of NIL. And so, again, we always want our student athletes to be educated about all the options. And just, we, we, though we, it is so important that they have the confidence to know that if they come back, um, that they have a sound NIL program to return to.
1: Well, Kathleen, how can people get involved? Because I hear so many people, well, Illinois needs more NIL. And I say, well, are you donating? I don't wanna tell people how to spend their money, but if this is important to them, how can they get involved?
2: Absolutely. Well, I would say, you know, NIL, ICON or operation um, looks very differently than it did a year ago. And one of one of those biggest differences is there's a, a bunch of different ways to get involved, right? So we still have ICON Collective, which is our, think of it as our, our major gift fundraising type of vehicle, right? So for those who are considering, you know, gosh, investments of, you know, ten dollars and $25,000 and above that have really, really specific um, directions, We can ensure that contributions are going down to the student athlete and or the program level. So for people who have um, capacity to get involved at, at that level, absolutely just reach out to us. Um, uh, my, my information is all listed on our website um, as well as Jackie's icon for Alina icon, F-O-R, um, You can reach us there. Um, otherwise reach out to someone within uh, DIA and I'm sure we can always get connected. The other vehicle is Icon for Alina, which is our membership program. Again, one of the things that we needed to do was ensure NIL support was accessible for everybody, right? So we have a membership program very similar to the former Alina Guardians program. There's five membership levels. Um, entry to, to get involved is $25 a month, $25 a month, $100, $25, $500, and $1,000 a month. Um, there's there's associated benefits both tangible and experiential associated with each level of giving so happy to have people get involved there um, many people know a little over a month ago we launched the new the icon beer the iconic um, american lager which is just another way for people to a become more familiar with the icon brand we were approached by jerry shoals who is a champagne urbana uh, native and was was raised in central illinois a lifelong Illini fan Came to us many months ago with with this with the vision and, and a plan to get involved and said this is just one way that i think my company can help the align so we've been excited to bring that as, as again if, if drinking beer is is the way that people can um help our our nil efforts then we're so glad to be able to provide that so and, and again we know every room that we go into people have different levels of understanding two and a half years in of what nil is and how to get involved we want to have those conversations by no means is this here are the three ways to get involved there's, and there's nothing else. We will always find a way to help bring support to life. And again, doing it, A, doing it the right way with a high level of integrity and B, doing it in coordination with our friends at the DIA. That's so important. Um, and so we never want people to think that NIL support lives in a silo. So uh, can, can, again, this our website. Uh, all the information is on there.
1: Can you update us on the the tax version of this? I, I know there was talk <laughs> of this for a long time and and, and you're probably the expert on this.
2: The, uh I'm becoming an, an a tax expert, Jeremy. I uh, interface uh, via our legal counsel with the IRS on quite a regular basis. Just so everyone knows, we're, we're petitioning. Um, it's really important to know that uh, the efforts that we, the charitable efforts through Icon Collective, we we feel so strongly about them. And so again, we just um, continue to go back and forth with the IRS. If people do make a contribution to the to Icon Collective, our nonprofit. Vehicle, we cannot guarantee that those contributions are tax deductible. Um, should we be granted tax exempt status at any point by the IRS, um, th- those contributions should be ta- uh, tax deductible. We just advise everyone um, to consult with their their own fa- financial and, and tax advisors, of course. So keep our fing- keep your fingers crossed for us. Yeah,
1: thank you for updating that. I get asked that all the time. Um, but also, did you ever think you would get into the beer business here?
2: Um, <laughs> no, no. I, but at this point, I am. I, you never say never. Uh, we'll be in in apparel who knows what we're into next um again we were, we are we are open minded to, to anything that can help provide these nil opportunities for our student athletes so um, if anybody has any any ideas we're also uh, always a uh, uh, open ears and, and open to recommendations as well
1: obviously the big donors make a huge difference right mm-hmm. but how, how important is the grassroots the member level for you guys
2: it it really it it's so important um i would say our goal right now is to grow participation and everyone says well well, what's what's the member goal we've gone back and forth on what that member goal is we encourage everybody to just think about what you can do right now we know that that may change the nil environment continues to change we want people to think about you know if i can become a member at 25 dollars a month we celebrate that in this office and, and over at the We celebrate that just as, as much as we do as a as a $25,000 gift or a $100,000 gift, right? We know we have to continue to go after um, the large contributions, right? That's going to carry the weight for us. But everybody you know, wants to know what, how important NIL is and how, how can I get involved? And how do we stack up against our peers? we need everybody to, to get some skin in the game, right? That's the ask, participate at, at any any possible level. Um, it is, we're, we're in this moment, I really believe that that we we can't look back a year from now, Jeremy, when you and I are, we'll, we'll record another podcast, right? Yeah, um, right. On, on November, uh, November 20, 21st of 2024, we wanna look back and say, we did everything we could we provided every opportunity and all our fans we have strength in numbers that is absolutely one of the things that we have no questions asked we need everybody to find the way that they're comfortable with in their unique situations um to, to again to get some skin skin in the game
1: kathleen is a obviously we think of men's basketball and football mm-hmm. but as a former female student athlete like what has been the impact of this and your organization for the women's student athletes who I feel like, you know, you're seeing Caitlin Clark, but you're seeing LSU's, you know, all of this is, feels like this is a good moment for them. It feels like NIL uh, could have a huge impact on women's sports
2: it can have a massive impact and again we talk about how do how do we leverage nil for good right at icon very specifically we we harp on the charitable aspect we believe in that being a, a foundational um you know component of our nil program but the entrepreneurial piece of this as well we see in so many cases across the country it is not just football and men's basketball who are your high nil earners those student athletes who, you know, again, we talk about uh, the student athlete because of certain time constraints within their college careers, not being able to necessarily go out and, and find a, full, a full-time job or even a part-time job in some cases, limited, but, but they're encouraged through NIL to start thinking very entrepreneurially. And those student athletes, and in many cases, they are your Olympic uh, program or non-revgen student uh, athletes, who are really motivated by these opportunities because they have some passion project, right? Or they always wish they could go out and be incentivized incentivized to actually take advantage of, you know, building a business while they were in school, but but previously didn't think it was possible. NIL is paving the way for student athletes outside of of revenue generating um, sport programs to really reap the benefits. We're so excited. And for for those who wanna help support NIL opportunities and, and bring these opportunities to life to, Female student athletes, non-reb non student athletes, please reach out to us. We serve at the pleasure of all 500 or more of our student athletes here. Though our focus has been on football and men's basketball, we know that's so important from a just the the um, you know the, the reputation, the brand, and, and the future of Illinois athletics as a whole. But we can facilitate opportunities for anybody. So so we want everyone to know that um, you know our mission goes goes beyond our two sport programs, and and for anyone who has interest, we're, we're happy to help.
1: Kathleen, before I let you go, what, what are the challenges ahead? What, what are the uh, excitement you have ahead uh, with NIL and, and where this is going?
2: Yeah, the, you know the challenges, and this is something we, anyone in NIL, we've just gotten used to, is that the landscape continues to evolve. So, yeah. so my. Mantra has always been just don't fully bake the cake. Like figure out what, the, figure out a, a pretty good plan, and you just have to go full throttle and full steam ahead, knowing that you know in three months from now, regardless of whether you're ready to or not, you're you're likely going to have to pivot your plan, right? And so I think just going into this with an extreme level of intensity and extreme level of focus, but a high level uh, of flexibility as well, knowing that it is not really up to us what happens next with NIL. But it is up to us how we respond to it and so we just want to be sure that we are always thinking strategically trying to see around corners to the degree that we can um and again maybe it's a frustration but i think it's a great opportunity i think through josh's leadership um and, and again our our relationship with with the um with the athletic department we have a really great opportunity um to uh, to leave ahead of our peers here so um you know the challenge really just is reduced Bruce, to, uh, we, we need more gas for the car, right? Mm-hmm. We need more financial support. Um, we want everyone to feel good about the way that we're deploying an IL here at at, uh, at uh, Illinois. And um, just thank everybody who has gotten involved and, and encourage your friends, um, your neighbors, colleagues, whomever who haven't yet um, to reach out to us and, and try to try to get some skin in the game.
1: Well, Kathleen Knight, CEO of Icon Collective, appreciate the insight. And uh, if people want to know more, icon 4 com. Kathleen, thank you so much. Thank you, Jeremy. Great stuff from Kathleen Knight. Again, it's Icon4Ollini, F-O-R, F-O-R Icon4Ollini.com if you want more information. But Kathleen broke it down really well. Uh, There's going to be an important time for Illinois football, especially as they try to convince Isaiah Williams, Seth Coleman, and a lot of their other players to come back for another year. Uh, obviously, Keith Randolph, uh, not going to be a part of that. I thought there might be a chance there, but they had to convince him to come back last year. Uh, but still... I think it's really been good for Illinois in retention. I mean, think of what Illinois has been able to do. Now, maybe in football they weren't able to totally capitalize on that, but you brought Johnny Newton back. You brought Keith Randolph back, Isaiah Adams, Julian Pearl, Seth Coleman. I'd even throw a Gabe Akis in there, guys. Um, Retaining those players, even underclassmen, is really important. And, of course, the relationship with the coaching staff is very, very important. But if those guys went to the open market, they could make more money elsewhere right there's some sec schools throwing around some some ridiculous money but if you can raise significant funds to keep those guys here with a coaching staff they trust that is pretty good at development i think we've seen that they got to continue to recruit and uh, recruit more talent and al plays a role in there but this offseason is going to be important but basketball i mean keeping coleman hawkins keeping terrence shannon think about what that does for your program retaining players has been really important for illinois and of course then you want uh, to be able to Tell transfers, hey, look what this guy made. Look what Terrence Shannon made his first year. They can now use that and say, you're not guaranteed this, but Terrence Shannon was pretty good. Matthew Meyer was pretty good, and they made this in their one season here with their interaction with Icon Collective and NIL at Illinois Athletics. So big time, big time for college football. Hopefully you got to learn a little bit more about how Icon Collective works and how NIL works. It is a really interesting world. We don't all have the access to figures of what people are making, what collectives are raising. But I do think while Illinois might not have Texas A&M money or Ohio State money, they are. it is a player. Illinois is definitely a player. Basketball and football, while you didn't go out and get Keon Coleman in the transfer portal, you're able to keep a Johnny Newton. You're able to keep a Keith Randolph. That is very significant in the NIL world. So we'll see where it goes from here. If NIL changes, how players are paid in the future, whether it's just a direct payment from the school or if this NIL thing keeps going. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this develops. Thank you for listening to the Illini Enquirer podcast. Give us a follow, rating, review, wherever you get your podcast. Check us out on YouTube as well. Give us a like, follow, subscribe to us on YouTube. And of course, as again, I said before, 75% off a VIP membership right now. If you are not a VIP member now, is the time to sign up. That is $0. seven cents a day, two twenty-four a month, $0. fifty-two cents a week, just twenty-seven dollars for your more ninety dollars of savings for your first year of Illini Inquire VIP Access. And we got plenty coming up with the transfer portal, with the offseason, with the college basketball season about to really heat up for Illinois. So come on, give us a chance at AlanaInquire.com. Everybody have a great day. Take care of each other. We'll talk to you next time, right here on the On Enquirer podcast. Bye, everybody.